Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode. I have missed you all. Listen, I know it's only been a week, but a week is a long time for me. So glad you guys are back with me. And listen, if you are just tuning in, go ahead and become a candidate and hit that subscription button. Make sure you're telling your friends and your family, your foes and woes. And for those of you who don't know what candidate means, it means that you have decided to seek out information, advice, tips, or just hear my crazy relevant stories about careers, companionship, and all other things related to me, right? So make sure you subscribe. Also, if you are on any other platform, Apple, Spotify, make sure you're leaving us a review. Make sure you're also giving us a like there. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want to hear. I want to hear from you, okay? So look, today we're going to go ahead and dive in and we're going to talk about a few things that I love. And, and one of the things that I really love is reading, right? Anybody knows me knows that I am a readaholic. I have hella books, okay? So on my journey, you know, I've been sharing so much about just different perspectives of my journey, things I've been dealing with, things I've been going through, things I've learned, things that have helped me, things that have been hopeful for me, and also things that have helped me to heal on the way. So as I'm reinventing this wheel with myself and getting to know more about me, redefining happiness, things that I like, I um, just turned a new age. Um, so by the time you guys see this, my birthday probably would have already passed but um turned a new age this year I'm not gonna tell y'all how old I turned I'm gonna let y'all guess okay so if you're following me on social media you might already know but if not take a guess put it in the comments let me know what you think how old you think I am okay but one of the books that I decided to reread is called who moved my cheese by Spencer Johnson now most of you guys may have saw this book or read this book when you were in elementary school college or at some point of your life in your career um but it's a really really great book it's a very very uh elementary book it may take only like an hour to read really not a long time to read but if you're reading it and taking it perspective by perspective it might take you a little longer than an hour to read right so uh i started back reading the book and uh, i don't want to tell you much of the story but i will give you the preliminary context of it um there are four characters in this book it's two mice and two little people um and i won't tell you their names i'll let you uh again catch the book get the book um and i'll put the amazon link in the in the caption for you guys to actually go and buy the book but um so these four individuals they're on this journey uh to finding their next opportunity right so you have again the two mice and the two little people well the two mice and the two little people they go to the same destination so the same place right and but they're looking for this one destination let me say that um and as they're searching for this one destination they tend to go opposite routes right the mice go one way but the mice keep a routine the little people go another way but they don't keep a routine so once they find their actual destination they the little people decide to stop their routine but the mice still continuously to keep their routine up as if they're seeking the same thing every day right so when the inevitable happens when the cheese that they went to go find they they found their cheese are happy about this cheese but then the inevitable happens one day and the cheese is gone right well the mice aren't really hung up on the cheese being missing they they show up 
And it's just like, oh, all the cheese we saw yesterday is no longer here. Okay, well, let's go reconfigure how to find more cheese. The little people show up and they're like, oh, hell no, who moved my cheese? And that's where the context of the story came from because they're 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 frustrated, they're mad, they're angry. They get to their destination. They were so happy. They were living abundant in this cheese. They were, I mean, on point. They they never expected change to happen. They living in this. I mean, God, it's like somebody having all the money in the world and it never goes away, right? It's like having everything that you desire to have and it never goes away. And so these little people were very, very upset that their cheese had been moved. But because they never kept up with the routine and they never did what the mice did, it was hard for them to process while this cheese was gone, okay? They didn't know what to do. So the next day, the little mice, they go back on their same routine because they're like, we need to go find more cheese. We have to pivot at this point. And if you've been watching episodes and episodes, that's a key word that I always use is pivot. Um, these little people didn't know how to pivot. They did not know how to adapt to change. They didn't understand what to do next. They were just processing what wasn't there. That's all they process is what wasn't there. They didn't process the characteristics they had, the traits they had. They didn't process any of that. They just processed that that cheese was no longer gone. And they wanted to know who moved it, why it was moved, when it was moved, what time it was moved, how it was moved. They didn't care about anything else. And they continued to contemplate on that same process over and over and over again. And days and days and days later, never getting anywhere. And that's what I want to talk about today. So make sure y'all get that book. But just talking about how we process things over and over and over and over. And we stay in the same place. Because we don't know how to navigate out of something that has now brought about a change. We stay comfortable when we find what we want. So, for instance, we get into relationships or we get into jobs and we don't know, we don't expect, I'm not going to say we don't know, we don't expect change to occur right we don't we have no idea we just think we're going to go into these relationships we're going to be here these people are going to treat us great they're going to be wonderful these jobs are going to give us what we need we're going to find the best in these areas and we're going to be there forever you know if I, I'm a uh, well I can't tell you the year I'm gonna just say somewhere between 80s and 90s baby I'm gonna say that since y'all figuring out my age but back then our parents grew up in understanding on to live off of what they knew and what they had right so they knew retirement 401ks and all of that well the world isn't like that anymore so we go into a job now we may sometimes have that same expectation I know prior I'm going to say pre-COVID, we had those expectations, right? So, you know, you could go into a job, you could stay long-term, you can have this 401k, you can work up to get your pension, but you never expect to go in there and, and they say, we're closing down. We're no longer in business. Your position has been reduced. Uh, we don't need you anymore. Somebody has ratted on you that wasn't true. Now you done got fired. We just don't expect those changes to happen. Or like me, you know, I didn't expect to wake up one day and my former husband 
at the, in the middle of the night just left right that was that wasn't an expectation we truly don't know what to expect in situations but it's not the situation when it happens it's not about the situation it's how we respond to the situation and and so we need to figure out how to pivot when there's change happening when there's change occurring and what do we do now it's okay to just not be okay but what I will tell you is that you shouldn't sit there for a very long time and I'll I'll, I'll share a little a story about um you know me going through a layoff recently uh if you've been following me you know that I was an employer with Meta, who is also known as Facebook. I, I wanted, to, I, I believe I shared in a previous episode that I was laid off at the top of 20, um, 2023. And um, I unfortunately am very, very knowledgeable and resourceful in my industry insights and all of that. So I'm always engaged in the trends, whether it's socially, politically, economically, spiritually, emotionally. So I kind of can gather the things that are going on. So for me, the layoff wasn't unexpected, right? Like I walked into the job expecting to leave the job, whether it's voluntary or involuntary, where some people walk into jobs to be at the job for a long time or walk into relationships. However, that change did impact me significantly. I don't think I saw the change at first, but I did notice the change as months went on and I was like, okay, I no longer have an actual resource, right? Cause we know that God is our source. So I no longer have a resource, but it was how I adapted to the change. And I just noticed that people that, you know, consistently get laid off or, or walk out of relationships, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to navigate how to, um, pivot in that transition. And in that change, just like the little people, they didn't know how to pivot in this change and they were processing and staying so stuck and confused as to why it happened. And I want to encourage you guys today to not stay stuck in those situations and and really slowly move out of it. I, I always tell you, go find a therapist, find someone to talk to, but you cannot confine yourself and going over and over and over in your head as to why it didn't work or why it happened. You will literally hurt yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Physically meaning like you're not taking care of your body, you're not eating, maybe you're not working out, maybe you're not just doing the things that you need to do. Okay, you lay in the bed for that day or you're constantly rolling back to that same place every single day. That's not healthy for us. It wasn't healthy for the little people. And I'm not going to tell you the end of the story because I want you to really read the story and identify exactly what happened. But when your cheese is moved... Whether your cheese is a person, a place, and or thing does not mean you have to stay in that same space and contemplating on why it was moved, how it was moved, understanding maybe who moved it, but not even dwelling on that for so long because you don't want to put a lot of energy into that space. I think about energy I put into spaces 
when something has happened or when my cheese got moved and I put so much energy into it and I was beating myself up. And guess what? Three months have gone by and I just wasted energy doing absolutely nothing. That's what the little people did. They just kept wasting days. And I call it a waste. After so many days, I think you should be able to move on. It's okay if you give yourself, uh, you know, a couple of days or a month to process. But months and months and months and months and years? No, you shouldn't do that. I know people who are still in the same spaces. I know people that are have grieved for decades. I know people that have just not moved out of, of spaces because of fear or because of uh they're, they expected that to something to stay in that space or someone to stay in that space for so long. But just like tomorrow isn't guaranteed, people aren't either. Jobs aren't either. It's not a guarantee that you're going to stay or have that thing in that same place at all times. It is not guaranteed. So when you wake up in the day, you wake up in the actual unexpected. And you wake up and you say, I'm going to go with this day and I'm going to do what I need to do within this day. And if something gets moved in this day, it's okay. I need to know how to pivot. I need to know what my reaction is going to be. I don't need to react in such a manner that it's going to take away from my characteristics or my personality or who I am. Yes, I can go process the, the I can go process what happened, but I don't have to just continuously to pave a, a bad space and way into what has happened because I don't have to take that energy with me and I don't have to give it to someone else when we have change in our life we tend to have energy and it, it people can see that people can feel your energy I recently had a, a situation I lost a family member and people that were around me could feel my energy you can see and feel when you're not your best and people can see and feel that as well so please make sure you're not staying stagnant in the situation. Also, it can delay you from your next destination. So the little people were delayed because they stay stagnant in that same space for a long time where the mice had already pivoted to the next space. And we do that often because we stay in the same space. We're delaying our own destination. We want to blame God. We want to blame people. And we're like, why haven't I gotten here yet? Why haven't I done this yet? Well, you delayed your own self. And I'm telling y'all, I've, I've done it several times. I have delayed my own destination. You know, I'll always go back to Jeremiah 29, 11. God knows the plans he has for us. He does. But we'll pivot his plans by delaying our own destination because we're stuck somewhere that we don't have to be stuck where we're parked in a space that we no longer need to be parked in we have turned temporary into permanent and we should be there so don't get upset when something hasn't moved for you or you're on social media and you're looking and you're trying to figure out why x y and z is doing this and doing that no you you got to pick up where you are we, we can fall into a trap so fast trying to figure out why somebody else and we haven't even evaluated and reflected on what we have and have not done. Maybe you slept for two months. Maybe you waddle around in the bed and I'm telling y'all stuff that I've done. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything that I haven't experienced, 
maybe you waddled around in the bed. I have literally done that for months. I would just wake up and just be like, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it today. I'm not feeling it this month. And then boom, six months have passed by and you're just like, where did the year go? Oh my God. It was just uh, 2020. Oh my God. I was just in college. You know why we say it was just because we ain't done nothing with our life. We're not doing anything. We're, we're stuck in, we're stuck. Okay. Love my mother dearly, but my mother is still stuck in 1990. Y'all, I promise y'all my mother is still stuck in 1990. Love my mom. She probably is not going to watch this, but y'all, I went to go visit my mom. My mom lives in Charlotte, bless her heart. And I walked up, my mama lives in an apartment, y'all. My mom's front porch looks like a garden, okay? So mind y'all, when I was little, I grew up in this really country area called Clarksdale, Arkansas. Um, and I'm talking about country. Like we had gardens, we had pigs, we had cotton fields, we had dirt road. Like we didn't go to the candy lady house. We had a candy man who used to drive down the gravel road on Saturday morning in his station wagon and open the back, <laughs> literally open the back of his trunk. And he got like all these pickles and chicle sticks and y'all know that old school stuff. But my mom front, <laughs> her, her porch or her little, I'm going to call her the common areas. It's an apartment complex. Uh, it had, it had like plants everywhere. Okay. So if you grew up in a country back in the day, you know, there were not a lot of resources and, um, we used to hang clothes on the line. Some of y'all may not know about hanging clothes on the line. So we used to hang clothes on the line and had an irrigation system. So if the irrigation system ran water, like the color of the clothes would change to like yellow and orange. Um, but we used to put like pillows out and let them air out and stuff like that. Well, I walk up to my mom's apartment and my mama got pillows on the front in the Lokoma area in a chair with these plants. Mama, why do you have pillows in a chair outside your door in this apartment complex? Like, why? My mom is still stuck and stagnant. My mama did not pivot, okay? My mama was just like those little people. My mama, it's 2023, y'all. My mama still hasn't pivoted. And unfortunately, my mama won't pivot. But it's, it's those things that remind me, like, we have to continuously move. We have to make sure we're moving around so we don't be, so we're not stuck. And, and further into my time with my mom, I noticed when we went to the store, cause y'all, and I'll tell you this story later, um, in another episode about my life, but my mom growing up, my mom, you know, she would give me all types of stuff, but my mother also suffers from, uh, substance abuse, you know, over her, over her lifetime. And so the last time I actually lived with my mother, I was 10 years old, I think 10. So I haven't like physically lived in the same house with my mom since I was 10. So going to visit my mom and spending time with my mom in this capacity was different because I hadn't done this in a while. So we're hanging out, we're going to the store. So we're getting ready to walk in the store and my mom grabs my hand and she looks and she like pushes my hand back and she says, watch where you going. Their car is coming. And I stopped and I was like, I know I'm grown. Like, I know I know how to look both ways. Why did my mama just stop me like I was 10? 
and then it registered oh my god my mom is still stuck and she picked up where she left off with me because she's still stuck in that same place right and so we get back my mom has uh <laughs> I don't, y'all, I don't know nobody that still use mothballs. And if you know what mothballs are, y'all know those are the stinkiest things in the world. And my mom had put some mothballs down and uh, I said, mom, why, why do you uh, have mothballs? She was like, cause it's hot and the snakes gonna come out. Cause y'all, my mama hates snakes. But first of all, what is snakes coming from in this apartment complex? <laughs> Like, I didn't see no woods, no trees. We're talking about Charlotte. Texas is known more for snakes than Charlotte is. Like, I don't know what my mama thought. But again, that's the mindset. That's her staying stuck. And I don't, and I know everybody has their own reasonings and things that they do in life. But for some reason, her being stuck. I just firmly believe delayed my mother from the destination that maybe God wanted her to go to. And then my therapist told me one day, he said, Tori, he said, not all people have those type of destination. Maybe your mom's destination and purpose was to just birth to birth you. Oh, y'all, that that blessed me because I had never heard a perspective like that. And he said, maybe her only being and reasoning in this life was to just birth you. And your siblings y'all know how deep that is because you know we think of purpose is purpose of like oh i'm gonna be a, a new york times bestseller this podcaster you know or maybe your purpose is to be an actor or this and that where our parents you know they were they were stuck and stagnant and they didn't have all the resources that we have but there were people back then that made efforts to move out of the condition that they were in and and that's all I'm trying to tell y'all is don't let the situation that you're in keep you in in 1990 or keep you stagnant to putting pillows outside or putting clothes on the clothesline like interact and and move about walk out of this space of fear god has not given us a spirit of fear but of sound mind and power and we have the power to move we have the power to pivot we have the power to walk in purpose we have the power to not be confined and upset because our cheese was moved we have the power to be okay and say, we're going to find another way because there's always another way. Your ending does not have to be suicidal. Your ending does not have to be stuck and you never leave home. Your ending does not have to be uh, that just because this one thing is gone, that life just totally died, you know? your your life does not have to be that way you can actually find solutions you can find resources you can find people but don't let who move your cheese move you that that's the that's how we gonna end this don't let who move your cheese move you in a way that you can't get back to you let it move you to a space where you can move forward you can navigate, you can pivot, you can find another space. Hey, if it don't work out here, that's cool. I'll get some more cheese. I'm not worried about what I, what what's gone and what left. I'm worried about where I'm going, not what I don't have anymore. I'm worried about where I'm going. I've lost things. 
I remember leaving college and I had to, uh, my cheese got moved because I couldn't pay my uh, storage fee. And I had all my things from college that they sold in the storage. And I no longer had it. Guess what? I had to pivot. I had to go figure it out. I was like, oh, okay, bet. I think I was upset for like two days. And I said, well, I guess it's the perfect time to start over. And that's when I realized no matter what I lose, I always get more later. I always, I, I find faith in, in the little things and God always gives me more and he will do that. So when your cheese get moved, know that God will give you more, as they say, than you ever expected. Don't let it move you. All right, you guys. Well, that's all I got. So I love y'all. I'll see y'all on the next episode. Take care. Peace.